Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And I cannot contain my excitement right now because I get to introduce you, my badass crew, to someone who I've known for years. And she is absolutely brilliant and fabulous. And you're going to love her. Her name is Jacinta Devlin. And Jacinta and I met back in the day when we were both in the same company. And she is a former direct sales million dollar team leader. So seven figures, y'all. And a national sales and training director turned entrepreneur and business coach with a proven track record for getting results. She's got over 15 years of experience. She helps direct sellers, network marketers, and small business owners who feel stuck in their businesses unlock a clear path to making more money than before. Jacinta, welcome to Badass Direct Sales Master. Hi, Jenny. I'm so excited to be on with you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. And I know you have an incredible incredible backstory because I got to hear you speak on stage and it was a extremely moving story that you shared when you were on stage when when we went to convention together back in the day. So tell my audience, my my badass crew, a little bit more about you. Give your background of how you ended up from where you were in life to getting into direct sales and then where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So I think I have a unique story like many of you, right? We all have a story to share, but my story probably started way back in college when I was just, you know, I was a girl who wanted to just have some fun with her friends and make a little extra money on the side. I was working as a waitress and I got invited once upon a time to a jewelry party. And at this jewelry party, I was like, wow, I love the jewelry. They were talking about you can make money. And I was like, I could hang out at someone's house and, you know, drink wine and eat snacks instead of serving food at a restaurant until, you know, two o'clock in the morning. So I was like, you know, what? I'd really love to do that. And so it was just that really simple step of just attending a party and meeting someone and, you know, hearing about a great opportunity and going for it. So like so many of you, when you start in this industry, it's that first kit, it's that first person, it's that first product. So it was that very same exact way for me. And that's where it started. And, you know, long story short, I was at one company for four years and I was top at 1% at that company, early trips to Paris and all this amazing stuff. And then that company closed its doors. So then that's actually how I found my way to my next company where you and I got to meet each other. And again, I was so fortunate to lead incredible teams and had, you know, number one selling teams and recruiting and all of that amazing stuff. And then on again in my career, I was then recruited to work as the national director of sales and field training on the home office side for a huge social selling tech giant. And so it was really been a a cool journey to work not only in the field, 
but also on the home office side of it, the HQ side of it. And then from there, I just had so much, you know, network like you and friends and interests and people who wanted to know how I was having so much success and how I was doing well in my business that it just naturally made sense that I would open my own business doing coaching and consulting. So I've been doing that for four years now. And I've worked with incredible women entrepreneurs, not only in direct sales and network marketing, but women who want to start their own business, boutique owners, photographers, um, shop owners, the list goes on and on. And so it's really been a crazy ride that it all started once upon a time when I went to a direct sales jewelry party and, you know, just really fell in love with product and an opportunity and then took me to a career that, like you said, has spanned 15 years and multi-million dollars. And now I've worked with big brands like Amazon and Target and Nordstrom and Sephora, as well as direct selling brands and network marketing brands. So it's been a wild ride and I'm so excited to still be on it. And now I take all of my knowledge and experience and years of expertise and I really help pour into other female entrepreneurs and teach them all of the skills and tips and tricks and really help them build and grow a strategy for their brand so that way they can attract their ideal clients and use attraction marketing to really scale their business and like I said make more money than ever before that's what I help my clients do so it's been a whirlwind and it's a lot of fun and I'm excited to keep going oh my gosh that's huge because it, you're I, I'm putting you this conversation that we're having into the six figure success series on purpose because you've been there you've done that but you're the first person of anyone who's been on the series who's been on both sides of that coin you know in the field and then also in home office to be able to see all the all the different things that that other network marketing leaders may or may not get to see because you know home office is a different experience or HQ or corporate office whatever people call it that's a very different experience of what they're ever going to show the leaders the 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 team the, the people who are there right um, not that I'm expecting you to share any dirty secrets or anything like that, but from it, we're going to talk about it from your own perspective, though. So for someone who's been on both sides of that that coin, what are some of the hmm, let's let's go with mistakes, obstacles that you see come up more often because of that experience, because you're you're seeing it before they even hit the obstacle. Right. So what are some of those things that you see come up that that slow people down on their route? Uh, on their path to six and seven figures? Oh my gosh, what a great question. And yes, you know, it's so interesting working not only on the field side of it and helping build a team, but then working on the HQ side of it and and looking at everything operationally and from a number side of it, and you're looking at things from a different way. But I would say across the board, I think for direct sellers and your listeners, you know, for people who are top level leaders or they're really powerful in one area, I think what we tend to see more so than not is there's a big energy given into one area. Normally we'll see people who are top sellers, but maybe they'll struggle with recruiting or team building. Or we'll see people who are incredible recruiters and team builders, but they're never on that top seller list. And I work with a lot of clients in that space and they're like, how do I get over that hump to the other one? And I think that's probably one of the biggest things when you're looking to hit that six or seven figure is really stepping not just outside of your comfort zone, which we hear about, but really creating for yourself a, a true strategy and game plan that's customized for you to take your business to the next level. Because 
indirect sales and, and network marketing. There's so many different personalities, so many different ways you can run a business. There's so many different ways to be successful. So I think it's really when you find something that works really great for you, also being willing to step out and see how can you start to excel on that other side of it and, and maybe build up that weaker side for yourself. And I think that's the part that I see the most that I would give advice to is just if you're so confident in one area as a high level leader, then it's time to maybe make yourself a little uncomfortable. If you're looking to grow, you want to hit bigger numbers, then you really got to be able to bust open that other side of it. Oh, for sure. I mean, it, and I was one of those who could do either or, but not both at the same time, right? I was either killing it in sales, right? My own personal sales. And then just because my focus was taken off of that. So finding, I, I think it's it's probably fairly rare or you don't see it very often, not to say that it's not possible, somebody who's got the balance of both at the same time, right? And I think it also, the time that I felt the most balanced and that was when I did have a coach, interestingly enough. So I had a, a coach who I worked with in 2016 who helped me create that balance in in sales and team growth as I was going along. But that's a whole other conversation. So for people who are struggling with one or the other, what's the, do you see a pattern or have you noticed a pattern of what it takes to get people to move from, oh, I, I'm not great at recruiting or I'm not great at personal sales to transition them to, becoming better at that? What's the, is, is there one thing or is there a couple of things that you see happen? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And as soon as you started asking me that question, I'm nodding my head, I'm saying yes, because <laughs> the one thing that I would tell everybody that I would say is kind of that magic key that everyone's looking for. And it's probably the answer that is, I would say the simplest, but maybe not always the easiest. And I would say step one for that 1000%, whether I've worked with clients who are just starting out and making $0, I've also worked with clients who are making $25 million a year, making $2 million a month. And the step one for anybody in that position, and I think you even started to say some of it, which is, you know, maybe I'm not a good recruiter, or I'm not good at sales. Step one is mindset, 110,000%. I'm a full believer in the law of attraction of what you think about, you bring about of you know, using the language that you want to have resonate in your life, be the language that you use towards those situations. And even myself, not to say that I'm perfect at this, it is a skill that you work on every day, myself included. You know, Not that you're not gonna have negative or intrusive thoughts, that you recognize those and then we rephrase them a different way. We use a different language about them. So I would say step one for anybody, if you're saying to yourself, you know, I suck at recruiting or I suck at sales or I struggle with this, you do. And you probably do right now. And part of that is because you are telling yourself that. And I do truly believe in just a language shift as step one, even to of saying, you know, I am amazing at sales. I am great at sales. I have a team that is flourishing. I have a team that is successful under me. And I think that is a very kind of holistic first step that I take with a lot of my clients that people probably wouldn't expect because I am an extremely results driven coach and you know, numbers and bottom line are a big part of what I look at. But I truly believe in if you're listening to this and, and you feel some of those limiting beliefs, that step one is going to be acknowledging them. That's OK that they're there, but then really making sure that you take the opportunity to turn that around and, and say something positive and use different language based on the results that you want to get. 
that would be my biggest piece of advice to anybody for your step one when you're at that position. Yeah, absolutely. And I for anybody who's listening to this and going law of attraction. Yeah, right. The, the skeptics. OK, let me share with you some psychology, some science behind why this works. OK, if you're not familiar with neurolinguistic programming, get familiar with it because neurolinguistic programming explains why law of attraction works. And I'm just going to leave it at that. If you want to know more, just start looking into neurolinguistic programming, uh, NLP, because it explains how that works. Because NLP changes the way your brain works, thinks, the way you speak about things, the way you behave. And that's how that's what ends up happening in law of attraction. People think it's this woo woo thing. And I'm like, mm, yes, it's woo woo. And there's science that backs it up. So, 100%. Oh my gosh, I I love that. And I don't know, Jacinta, are you familiar with Noah St. John? No, oh, I don't. Oh, okay. A powerful book cuz I know you're also a reader is um uh, a book by Noah St. John called Affirmations. A F F O R M A T I O N S. Affirmations. So instead of affirmations, so it's for people who struggle with that mindset shift of or of doing an affirmation, like they don't believe it, right? right? So those people who have that trouble, the affirmation, it could be another tool in your tool belt. Go check it out. He was also on the show um, in the Six Figure Success Series because he works with direct sales and network marketers who are top tier, multi-million dollar people. So he's also someone you should just you should know, but that book I think would be a phenomenal tool in your tool belt with your clients um, because it's it's a fantastic way of shifting somebody's mindset who doesn't believe the affirmation when they say it, right? Which so. I think there's so many people starting out and, and I do believe a part of it 1000% is fake it till you make it. A big part of, you know, having that belief is just saying it and, you know, and really kind of trust in the process on that part of it. And that's not to say, and I love your, you know, your description of it too. Some people might be listening and be like, oh, that's woo woo. It's not to say that the law of attraction is going to solve all of your problems and bring everything to you instantaneously. The second part of what the law of attraction says um, is you have to do the work. You have to put in the work. And, you know, in order to see those results, we do have to take action. And I think, you know, for those of you who are saying, okay, the woo-woo part of thing positive, absolutely, you know, but the second part of it is tactical. It is taking action. And that's where, you know, I work with my clients then in that next kind of more concrete step of building the strategy based upon their goals of what we actually need to chart out to drive them to success. So it's not it's not all woo-woo for those of you guys that are listening. There's a concrete part on the back end of it too, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and trust me, my my listeners who've been listening for a long time. They've heard me say it. If they've heard me say it once, they've heard me say it a lot of times. The last six letters in law of attraction is action. <laughs> so just sitting there and woo-wooing your way to, to success does not exist. And you and I both um, worked with uh, Mary Grace and we, I, I don't, I, you probably heard her say this too, which is, you know, success, the only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. <laughs> so, you know, it's absolutely taking the steps towards what it is that you want. And I love that. Love, love, love that. 
So as you're working with people, so now you're helping them create their their action plan moving forward, their strategy for doing this. Obviously, I don't want you to give away all the proprietary information. Man, if I could talk, it'd be great today. Isn't it nice to know you don't have to be perfect to be a podcaster? (laughs) So what are some of the pieces that you find come up quite often in the strategies and action plans that people haven't already begun to put into place? but if they were to, you know, so that they're aware that if they come to work with you, this is going to be something that's probably going to pop up. What do you see coming up in strategies over and over and over again? Yeah, for sure. I would say it probably breaks into three pillars for most clients. You know, for my clients who are coming as a startup, or there's a lot of people who are in direct sales or network marketing, that maybe they're not quite marketing themselves right on their social or online channels, or a lot of them who say, you know what, I've been in this industry for a long time and I love it, but maybe I'm ready to start making a higher percent of commission selling my own product, having my own store, my own brand. So when I'm working with people in that space, I would say it's really three main pillars. The first is really taking a look really clearly at what are our goals that we want to achieve, right? What are those goals? What's that money number we're looking at? What's that life kind of lifestyle that we're looking for? And then really taking a look at what actions specific to your business and industry, would we need to take in order to help us get to those, right? And then that second pillar is where we're really building out the strategy. And for the majority of my clients, I really am focused on their online strategy. So we're taking a look at, you know, do they have a social media? Do they have an email newsletter? Do they have a website? Are all of these things connected and tying together so that way they can bring in the most amount of potential customers or potential hosts or potential clients, whatever it might be possible, right? And then that third pillar is what we're continually talking about, which is taking action. So it's like now we've got a strategy, we've got a social media plan laid out, we've got a campaign launch laid out, we know emails that are going to be going, everything's tied in together. Now it's actually putting that all together and taking action to actually attract those customers in and get those sales, right? And so I would say that's really the three main pillars. And then I have some clients who are coming to me and maybe they've already been in the industry for a while, right? Or they're top tier. And like we talked about before, they're looking to work one way or the other. Um, so for those clients, it might be a little bit different. Every client is a little bit more customized and personalized. I think that's what I do. It's different from just buying a course where you can just, you know, DIY it or kind of take yourself through it and everyone gets kind of the same cookie cutter responses. I think that's what's a little bit different. But for sure, I think the three main pillars for everyone are kind of this goal setting and, you know, branding that first step of building foundation. And then the second is really that strategy, which for now, uh, you know, in 2023, 2024, 25, beyond the big thing that pretty much every brand needs to have is a social media presence. You're really not selling if you don't have some type of online sales funnel established. And so that's really the biggest one. And then that third, that wrap up taking action. And that looks a little bit different for every client. I That sounds about right. I mean, that's what I'm doing in my own business or those three things too, right? Now, what came up for me as you were talking about this, and, and I get some questions about this, but I don't speak to it very often. Are you incorporating AI in any way in working with your clients or helping them with their with their stuff? And and if so, how are you incorporating it? And maybe what are some of the AI tools that you have found to be really useful? 
Yeah, great question. I would say I keep it minimal on AI and I really use AI as more of a brainstorming helper. So I definitely am not a fan and I would never tell my client or anybody listening that you should just drop into AI to write an IG description for you or write an email newsletter for you. Uh, Because the reality is, is there's certain nuances when you're building a successful business, whether you are a network marketer, direct seller, whether you're Amazon or Target, when you're building a successful business, there are certain nuances that happen around your voice, around how you talk to your customers, about how you interact with your potential customers or hosts or clients, whatever it might be. And that just can't be replicated at this point in time with AI. So, you know, do I use AI in my business, chat GPT? Absolutely. I use it as a brainstorm and a helper if I'm like, hey, I'd love a little bit more flowery language or give me a different idea to describe this or, you know, can we get some feedback on this idea? And a lot of times, you know, AI will drop you big paragraphs and I'll take a sentence here or a word here or an idea that I like, but I'm always telling myself and my clients to make that your own, make sure it matches your brand voice, make sure that it isn't just very simply copy and pasted AI because everybody can tell now, right? We can tell when you have a four sentence description with 18 emojis and four hashtags and, you know, it's using language that the majority of people don't use in everyday, you know, conversation. So should you be using AI in your business? And isn't an incredible tool, in my opinion, to help you in lots of ways? Absolutely. Do I think that it is the be all and end all of copy and paste and just use that for all of your customer facing language for your business? Absolutely not. I think it's a great helper tool, um, but I wouldn't suggest just copy and pasting anything that it puts out for you. I 100% agree. Um, I personally use it as a prompt. Like if I'm sitting there and I'm feeling, because I'm sure other people feel this, you sit down at the computer to write copy for something, whether it's social media posts or a, 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 a content calendar plan for lives or reels or TikToks or whatever you're doing, right? And I get in front of that blank screen and then my brain goes blue screen of death, totally blank as well. My way of getting over that rather than just sitting going, I can't think of anything. I hop into ChatGPT and I will go ahead and say, you know, hey, give me 30 direct sales prompts, like 30 direct sales videos that I could do. And it gives me a bunch of ideas and 15 to 20 of them are pretty damn good. And the rest of them I can tweak to fit more of me. And, And so I absolutely agree with that. Although one of the most interesting uses I've used ChatGPT for was a friend of mine just recently had a birthday and we did a, a virtual roast and toast to oh. this friend. And I went and pulled his LinkedIn, his LinkedIn account, popped it into ChatGPT, threw in some other things that I knew about him and said, write a, a loving roast about this person that I just described for you. And it was fantastic. And then, of course, I got to read it out. So if you're looking for inventive ways to use AI, that's a great way to do it. For sure. See, and I wouldn't even think of that. There's so many incredible uses for it. Oh, yeah. But I agree. I And anytime somebody asks me, I'm like, please, dear God, do not go in, have it write something and then copy paste and, and stick it on your Facebook or your Insta or someplace else, because it's just... you're now going to sound like everybody else because everybody else is doing that, you know? So I love, I love that you're, you're doing it in that way. So 
Oh my gosh, we could keep talking forever and we will. I'm going to have you back because yes, this is good stuff. Um, But before we go, you and I were talking before I hit record on the episode and you decided to gift the people in the badass crew, those who are willing to take action, a a fantastic opportunity. Um, Tell us about the gift that you have for the badass crew. Absolutely. So since it's the start of the new year, we're kicking off 2024. And it's honestly my favorite season to help female entrepreneurs grow and to help women just really obtain more in their business. So what I'm going to be doing is instead of, you know, which there's great, we have freebies and all sorts of good things. But instead of giving you guys something that you could just download and read, what I would love to do is give you something that yes, I would love you to take action on to help you grow in your business. I'm going to do a 15 minute growth call. And this will be limited to the first 35 people who sign up for it. So we'll have a little note on there. The first 35 people that come in, uh, they'll be able to sign up for a free growth call and really easy. All they have to do is go to the businessgrowthprogram.com. And Jenny, I know you're so amazing. I think you said you're going to link it. So you'll make it easy for them. I know. But again, it's the businessgrowthprogram.com. You guys can just head right there. There's a button that you can book your uh, growth strategy call. And I would love to chat with you about your business, your ideas, where you're at, where you want to go, and just kind of help you set a great path for success for yourself for 2024. And maybe at the end of it, we think it's a great fit and maybe we want to work together. Or maybe you just walked away with some great ideas and clarity for your business. But that's what I would love to give for all of your listeners to kick off January and to help them kick off their business strong this year. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, is there a way that when they book the call that they can let you know that they came from the podcast so you know that they are part of the badass crew? Is there a drop down? Is there a comment box where they can put a secret code or something? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We can do that. So right in the notes section, they could put badass direct sales mastery and we'll know that they are from your crew. And that way we can make sure we connect and, and shout them out. So really easy. They'll just go to thebusinessgrowthprogram.com. They'll see the button to book their growth strategy call, and then they'll get to pick their time. And yes, right there in the notes, they can put in that they came from the Badass Direct Sales Mastery. We would love to be able to connect the community all together. Ah, love this. This is fantastic. And yes, like Jacinta said, we are going to put the link in the show notes. And it's also going in the gift vault. Now, as soon as the 35 are taken, she's going to let us know. We'll take it out of the vault. And then we'll maybe find some other fun little thing that we can throw in there for people. Because maybe you're finding this not in January of 2024. I want to make sure that you can still soak up more of Jacinta's brilliance. So we may throw something else in the vault as well. Now, if you're listening and you're going, show notes, what are show notes? I've never heard of show notes. I don't know how to do this. This is the first time I've listened to a podcast or your podcast. All you have to do is grab your phone as long as you're not driving, click on today's episode, scroll underneath Jacinta's picture, and you will see the show notes there. And we will have the link in bright, bold colors so you can click on that and know that you're going to the right place. So Jacinta, thank you. It has been so awesome to reconnect with you and and have this conversation with you because I know my six-figure, aspiring six-figure earners are super happy to hear this. And the people who are already there who are listening are like, yes, good stuff, right? So thank you for being here. 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And for all of you listening, thank you so much for spending your time, not only to listen to us, but growing your own business. I mean, those are the most important types of times that you can invest in yourself is in your business growth. So kudos to all of you for being on. And I would love to chat with each of you individually and hopefully work together and see your business grow. Absolutely. And so Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.